Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into Believe in Commanders. Thank you for joining us, watching or listening, however you're doing it. It is a victory Friday after a Thursday night win by the Commanders. Uh, I'm Brian Murphy, as always, joined by Anthony Armstrong, Triple A. Uh, so glad to be talking about a win. It's been a month straight of losses, so it feels yes. nice to come in here and to talk some positivity for a change. Yes. How are you, on, how are you doing on, on this Friday? On this freaking Friday, I'm feeling right. good. I'm enjoying the W. The weather's nice. It's beautiful outside. Got to move around a little bit. So, yeah, everything is good. I'm enjoying the win because the team won. Right. You wouldn't you wouldn't uh, believe that if you're looking at some corners of Twitter last night, but we'll get to all that later on in the show. We'll also get to the rest of our week six picks so you can see that on the video. We'll release that separately, maybe tomorrow or something like that. It's a different week, but I'm in a good mood, so it doesn't matter when it gets posted because my team won. But tell us about Bet Online, who brings us those picks and brings us this show every time. Bet Online, that is the place to be. Football is back and that. BetOnline is going to remain your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You're going to find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. You can head online to betonline.ag. Uh, head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100%. Yes, that's 100%. Welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive those rewards. B-L-E-A-V, get your rewards on your welcome bonus team. Bet online where the game starts. That's right. And yesterday, if you were watching that game, that game did not start pretty at all. I think everybody was talking about how Thursday night football for the second straight week, uh, they were struggling to score touchdowns. Even Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet were talking about it. Uh, there was a lack of offense to start. It was 3 nothing at halftime. Commanders uh, got a field goal before half. Um, they ended up scoring later on. Brian Robinson's first touchdown after uh, being down 7-6 on a, a bomb by Justin Fields. We'll break it all down, but it just feels good that the commanders, even as ugly as it was, comes they come out with a victory, twelve to seven. Uh, what are some of your initial thoughts just after thinking about the game about uh, almost twenty four hours later? Uh, what what's lasting from last night's win? The best part is is that you wake up with a W. That's that's right. the best part, okay? Um, and yes, it was ugly. It was Capital, ugly. Capital, like all caps. All caps, yes. It was an ugly game, and I'm not afraid to sit here and say this, but let's be real. The, t the they Washington played a pretty clean game. Yeah. They played a pretty clean game. Yes, the third down efficiency sucked. Two, two for 11. Carson only threw for 99 yards, uh, but he threw probably the most vicious block um, that we've seen all year. Right. which helped, you know, get Brian Robinson close to the end zone. Dude sacrificing his body. Uh, there was no fumbles, no no interceptions. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's obviously a lot to, to improve upon, but to be able to come out of the game without any penalties, uh, without not penalties, I'm sorry, without any, without any turnovers, I think that's big. Um, it's something to build on. Yes, everything else was ugly. Yes, 
I like I know it. Mm-hmm. But if you got to find something to to kind of hang your hat on, hey, you know what? You made good decisions with the football. Uh, everybody held on to the football. There were some explosive runs. There were some good runs that AG had that Brian had. Uh, and, and I think that you could see an identity kind of tr- kind of get built a little bit with that uh, with that offense when you bring Brian Robinson and when that running game is actually being pretty effective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ugly. Yeah, it, it it's okay. It was ugly. There's there's no denying that nobody was saying that this was a perfect game or that the Commanders are all of a sudden a great team. It was ugly because they were two coming into the game two not great football teams, and that kind of showed up. But at the end of the day, one team has to come out on top, and I'm glad it was the Commanders. And you're absolutely right. In a game when he didn't play well, when he probably wasn't even a hundred percent deaf might be not even 90%. Carson Wentz is throwing a block. He's, uh, you know, making a couple of plays when he had to. Uh, I just had to tip my cap to those guys that they they stuck with it. The defense uh, didn't allow points, not not didn't allow a touchdown, didn't allow points on three possessions inside the five. I mean, that was pretty impressive for a defense that has been uh, susceptible to the big play all season long to see them kind of bend but don't break. And then you mentioned it, not turn the football over. When they have turned the football over, that's all they've done on offense at times. Mm-hmm. But they've put the ball on the ground, and then the defense able to get a couple of turnovers. It, it, you know, Yes, we can make fun of it, and yes, everybody's going to talk about how terrible Thursday night football is. All that's true. All that's fine. But yeah. you got the job done, and that's all that matters. And I, you know, There aren't moral victories in the NFL, but that one's got to feel a little extra good you know, with all the stuff surrounding this team on and off the field. And now to go into this mini bye week, it's a lot more fun to have a, a win in your back pocket as opposed to going into it with a loss. Absolutely. I mean, just to think of, of everything that's going on in the organization, I love the fact that the stuff on the field has is hey at least we got a w you know you can hang on to that you know until the 22nd or 23rd whatever day it is uh, the next game against green bay so take that for what it is i trust me everybody's gonna look at the tape and find ways to get better you know there were some missed opportunities i mean there was a great great throw uh by carson uh, to to curtis samuel right down the middle of the field and they showed the wide, or the, the the rear angle, and you could see the way the defense set it up. Uh, it looked like a single high, it rotated to a cover two, and then Curtis ran right down the middle. He was covered by the linebacker. Great throw. He just he couldn't decide how he wanted to catch the ball. So it, that it was the like main off ball there, like floating in front of him. He he overthought it, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And there were a couple of missed throws and there were missed opportunities and all that. But, you know, those are a little bit easier to take when when you have a win under your belt. And like you said, they'll be able to shore that up and they've got some extra rest. They can sit back and watch the Packers on Sunday, try to, you know, get a couple of tidbits on them and and heal up and hopefully be ready to go with a big home game uh, next Sunday. Yeah, and whenever you have this extra long time, this is where you really want to do some self-scouting. And this is some homework that I want to do, a little pet project. Um, just go back and look and see how, you, how you've performed over the past, you know, four, uh, four five, six games, right? So what have you done? How have you played? Um, and, and take this time to be critical, you know, be critical. You found ways to win games, too, and you found ways to lose some games. So you definitely want to make sure you go back and and see how you get better. You know, see how you can get better. Where there were some throws that, you know, some choices that Carson made, they they resulted in some completions, but he may have left somebody open. I saw yeah. uh, Pete Haley posted a uh, a clip about that, and he was like, "Well, how do you have these inconsistencies?" And and I can tell you this much: I've played quarterback 
zero snaps in the NFL. I've played, <laughs> I've played about two series. I was, of I was, about to say, I was like, I don't remember you ever being under center. I, I wasn't sure where this was going. I did in practice, but no, I played quarterback about two series and seven on seven. It wasn't even seven on seven. It was flag football about five on five. Okay. It's difficult. It's a very difficult thing, and you don't know what the reads are. You don't know uh, is Terry really just a, he's supposed to be drawing attention away. Like that's probably how that play worked out. But whenever you jump on there and you're like, this guy continues to miss wide open receivers, I'm like, well, let's be fair. If the play was halfback choice and he throws it to the halfback and he catches it, that's a good play. Sure. Take it. That's a you give it a B. If you're if I'm in the grade room, I'm giving that one a B. You completed it. Um, you went to who it was, but it, how do we make it better? Hey, you see 17, he's uncovered. Nobody went to him. Maybe you give him the ball real quick. He might get a first down. And then that's how you take that play up. So it, when it's overly critical, it gets frustrating from, from a player's aspect. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, I think there are things to be critical of, but I do think that they've made some improvements we, we we talked about you, you already mentioned the running game was way better probably the best we've seen it all year and it still wasn't outstanding but they they were getting some chunk plays they that left side of the offensive line were they were just absolutely mauling guys norwell and, and leno so that was exciting to see yes. but then they they made a concerted effort to get the ball to terry mclaurin and it was only three catches for 41 yards i think he had two runs for 11 or 12 11. yards yeah but you know that's that's a step in the right direction where they, they weren't targeting him till well into the second half. At least they were sprinkling some stuff in to try to get him the ball. And then they're going to go back at the t- and look at the tape and see a couple of opportunities where they could have gotten him the ball again. Um, you know, a defender made a great play on the end, uh, end zone throw near the end of the first half. So, I mean, it could have been a bigger game for Terry. And I just like that they're getting their best player the ball a little more often or at least trying to so there are certainly positives to build off of i think in every game you win or loss but especially in a hard-fought game uh where you come out on top you can then go back and say okay but it could have been even better and mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to think that way uh, yes. with the win as opposed to yes. coming off a tough loss yes 100 percent. i mean i said we've said it for many weeks winning cures all ills if if this was the dallas week I guarantee you everybody would have gladly taken 12 to 7. Yeah, absolutely. As as ugly as it is. You go back to the Super Bowl when it was what? Uh, the Rams and the and the uh, yeah, Patriots. 13, and it 13. was a defensive battle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that was a good game and half of the world was like that game sucked because there were no points and they didn't get the fact that it was a battle going back and forth of strategy. Like sometimes games go that way. Last night it was ugly. It was yep. it was it was just a nasty game. But if you came into that game expecting fireworks, if you came into that season expecting this team to just come out and shoot up to the top, then you were mis you were misjudged and misguided. Yep. Like, we've been saying this the whole time. I've been saying it. it's going to take four, five, six weeks for them to at least start getting into the same swing of things. They ain't even had the same starting lineup for for six weeks. Yeah, you're and, just and- now adding Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they said it was the six different offensive line combination that Carson Wentz has played behind. So uh, certainly, you know, another center, Tyler Larson back out there, Um, you know, snaps actually look good. So there are positives. And I think to a larger picture, not just commanders, I think this is just kind of Thursday night football in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I think you even said on our last show that how do you even have time to put in a full offense? I mean, you're you putting don't. something in super vanilla so you can at least have, what, 
50, 60 plays to choose from on Thursday because these guys are turning around 48 hours after getting their heads beat in uh, on Sunday to turn around and play on Thursday. Yeah. It's never going to be pretty. And you're absolutely right. If you were expecting it to be a 45, 42 showdown, that, that just wasn't going to happen last night. Yeah. Those two, I don't think these two teams would have scored that on Sunday. Like no, if they'd have played no. on Sunday, you'd have might've gotten 17 to 14. Right. But that, that, that's been about it. You know, it wasn't going to be anything too crazy. I told people to bet the under anyways. And That's if right. you did, you would have won because you'd have went to bed online. And you'd have probably heard this on TuneIn as well. So shout out to TuneIn Radio. You can check yeah. the Believe station over there. Triple A Parlay. We got to we gotta figure a way to get that in every time. So um, that hmm. kind of, we, we're talking a little bit about negativity. And, and towards the end of the game especially, I think that there was some heavy negativity. You would have thought that the commanders had just dropped the game, which A, they didn't. And B, you would have thought they lost the game in our 0-6, which they're not. They are 2-4. and four. They have gotten two wins, believe it or not. You wouldn't really believe that with some of the stuff you're reading. I saw guys that I know are, are Washington fans actively rooting for the Bears, and that was that was pretty annoying. And I get the, you know, trying to get a better draft pick and all that, but you can't be that negative after a loss. I just, I don't understand it. Where has that gotten you in right. this is collective you right in, in the past 20 some odd years that you've been complaining about the organization, not being good, mm-hmm. getting a better draft pick, getting a better draft pick, getting a better, that doesn't help. You yep. get a young player that's very talented, but you don't have a team built. You know what I'm saying? You're just bringing in, you're bringing in the new shiny tool and installing it on this old 77 Chevelle <laughs> that you need to get rid of. Like, we got to be realistic. I mean, look at the best organizations in the game. They are generally picking in the middle to the late part of the draft. If they are up front, it's a one-year thing. They get their position of need, and they're back to rolling. I mean, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, those teams are always in the mix. Pittsburgh's going to have a couple of years, but I promise you Pittsburgh will be back in the playoffs. If not, it's not going to be this year. Maybe next year, definitely year three, uh, Kenny Pickett being out there. But, like, picking at the top is not a good thing. It's like this ain't Madden, right? Like I got three picks in the first round. Like that means you that means you suck. That's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Well, and on the total flip side, the the Los Angeles Rams are coming off a Super Bowl, and I don't know the next time they have a first round pick. I'm kind of exaggerating, but I don't think it's this year, and it might not be the following year. I mean, there are different ways to build a team, and let's just face it: we know what's going on with the organization, reports coming out, and all that. This team has not gotten it right in a long time so what makes you think that you know losing a game on a thursday night when you could desperately desperately need a win who's to say that that's gonna this is gonna be the one that changes everything you're, you're absolutely yeah. right like yeah they're they're just because you get a higher draft pick doesn't mean anything and then you know talking about the packers next next week that's who you're facing when has aaron Rodgers ever had a top five pick to help him out i mean the, the the only first round pick he's ever thrown a touchdown pass to is a guy that's been in the league 16 years or something like that and mercedes lewis like mm. there are tons of different ways it's not it's not a given just because you lose a whole bunch of games that you're gonna get the top guy or that you're gonna get it right so you know what i'm gonna enjoy a thursday night win that i got to watch with my dad so uh you know you I, I know that sounds cheesy but you know that that's what i'm gonna enjoy and i know it wasn't pretty and i know that there's a, a lot surrounding 
uh, this team. But you know what I really liked and really enjoyed was seeing a rookie who um, is lucky to be alive and he scored his first touchdown. Like I'm going to focus yeah. on the positive and, and I think it's okay to do that too. hundred <laughs> percent. You, you, you're speaking my type of language, man. Cause this, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't add anything to the, to the conversation. It's right. always going to be good vibes over here, man. Always going to be good vibes. I mean, Hey, look, I love y'all. I love y'all. You right. I mean, y'all been on the show, but I mean, it's just, I don't want to look, uh, you look on there and it's just like, why are you bringing it down? Why are you raining on a little bit of a parade yeah. out of all the stuff that's going on? Just be happy. Just take this little bit of sunshine. Yeah. Just for the, just for the weekend. Well, and you know that that if Washington had found a way to uh, lose that game, or had Darnell Mooney held on to the ball, or or you know Justin Fields completed that that open pass earlier in the game for a touchdown, they would be the first people saying how bad this team was and how they are uh, headed in the wrong direction. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. Just yeah. just enjoy the the wins. Be frustrated with the losses. Be frustrated with everything else going on. But when they do something right. It's okay to celebrate it. I promise. It doesn't Absolutely. make you a bad fan or doesn't mean that we're setting ourselves up for failure. Uh, this team does that well on its own. Let's enjoy <laughs> Let's enjoy the, the, the few bright spots that we get. Yes, indeed. Please do. Please do. Because it, it's all good. I mean, but looking forward once again, yeah. you, got, you got a chance to build on something, you know, self-scout. Look at what, look at what you put on tape. I mean, they're making some changes. Big news. We're talking about changes. William Jackson, mm-hmm. he they there's rumors he could be traded, and that yeah. you know that uh, that makes sense as to why he didn't make didn't make the trip, and he's got an injury now, so you know hopefully his injury uh, isn't too too serious. But there's rumors that he wants out of DC. So what do you think on that? Yeah, I think that's certainly in- interesting. I don't know how uh, I'm not going to question the guy. I don't know how legit it's of an injury it is. I think it might be more of a, I don't want to play for this team. I, I want to find a, another spot, which is fine. I, I've seen, I've seen him say, or it, it alluded to that he is more of a man to man corner and has been asked to play a lot of zone. I get it. I, I understand that that is definitely a thing, but shouldn't you be able to do both? Like I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of well, confused by that. Can you, well, can you enlighten me as a player? Like yes. would, would that be the equivalent of a wide receiver saying, I don't really play in a spread offense. So I'm going no, to find another. No. System. no, no, no. It's, it's, it's the definite truth. The, the thing about this guys is the, the player where they are interchangeable by position. They aren't necessarily, they don't necessarily have the same skill sets. Sure. Um, it, playing zone is a it's a field game. You have to understand seeing route combinations in front of you and being able to understand leverage and where you need to be and where everybody else is. Man to man is you got him right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go look back at the, the great Namdi Asama, he was he was awesome in uh, in Oakland and when he was with the Raiders because he was pretty much playing man, long rangey guy, and it was just like you cover him, right. and that was it. Now, when he went to Philly, Philly had him playing zone and doing some things that he wasn't normally doing, and he got exposed. And then people were like, see, he, he's not that dude. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, there is a thing to it. You would think that, yeah, you can, you can play both. Sure. Um, but it's it's tough. It's tough to put one guy on man and everybody else played zone because I mean I don't I don't think he's that I don't think he's that dude um, or he's gonna just go shut down one receiver because if he was and we would have said you play man and then everybody else is gonna do their thing but I mean 
I, I do understand that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I'm a, I would much rather play in a man type of a scheme than zone. I get it. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm fine with that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. And I, don't, I don't mean to hate on the guy. Cause I certainly think that, you know, you could scheme a little bit better to get him in more advantageous uh, areas, but it just feels like, you know, he could also, you know, I don't know, bring a little bit more to the table. It's just, maybe, maybe it is a change of scenery. Maybe it is like an oops. You know what? We thought we thought we could do something special here and it's just not going to work out here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, but I mean, the way that, but the way the league is going now, like this past off season, it's never been this way. Like it's never been that easy to, to trade your franchise, yeah. your best player to just be like, nah, we're going to swap you out for this other guy. Like never have we ever seen that happen. So teams are making that decision to go ahead and cut those ties, you know, swallow that pill and be done with it. Yeah. You know, like, hey, we'll give you the money. We're good. They're going to spend the money regardless. So they might as well just spend the money and allow the guy to go somewhere else and go play. And then they can move on to how they want to go and play. So, I mean, for what it said, you know, Benjamin St. Juice made the game That's basically right. the game winning uh, play to separate the ball uh, at the end of the, at the end of the game there on that two point conversion. Um, was that two point conversion? No, it wasn't. No, it, was, that was so it was it was a final yeah. play of the game, fourth and goal. I'm sorry. That was. I looked at it. That was actually it's a bad ball by uh, Justin Fields. He threw the wrong type yeah. of pass. He should have thrown that sucker on a dart, low and outside. But hey, yeah. it's youth. That's youth. Hey, hey. and uh, you know, credit to St. Juice for for breaking that up. He could have very easily given up on that play because Mooney probably had the touchdown there if he did hold on to it cleanly. But uh, Rashad Wild Goose, we we heard his name mentioned a bunch of times. I think Al Michaels fell in love with his last name. He just enjoyed saying it. But I think that he was actually kind of running around making some plays too. And so, you know, you, you always want – I'm not going to hate on William Jackson ever. You know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And I don't think he's been a diva about it in any means. But it might open up the chance for a guy that you didn't know you had in, in Wild Goose and St. Juice kind of move into a different position. So it could be a positive. They, the defense, whether it's a coincidence, whether it's the opponent, the defense played their best game yesterday. And so hopefully yeah. that's something that they can build on and uh, kind of limit the, those big plays and, 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 you know, make something happen against some of the quarterbacks they still have on the schedule the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, let's give some love to the defense. I mean, Wild Goose, seven tackles. Yeah. Was it four sacks overall, I think, the team I, had? I think they had five, actually. I think five different guys got a sack there. Deron Payne, F.A. Obata, Montez Allen, and Cam Curl. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jonathan Allen with an interception. So, I mean. First career interception, first career touchdown for Brian Robinson. Maybe the first time ever Christian Holmes was mentioned as he recovered the, mm. the muff punt. So yeah. the defense and special teams were huge yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that was really exciting to see. And um, you know, it kind of it kind of feels like for the first time this defensive line is living up to the billing. You know, yeah. for last year they talked about how they had four first rounders. Well, those you know, three and now waiting on Chase Young to get back. Those three first rounders in Sweat, Payne, and Allen are playing their tails off. They are, they are guys to be reckoned with out there. Yeah, the, the Deron Payne. I give that man some love, man. That mm -hmm. every every week his name has come up multiple times throughout the game. He shows up on tape. Like somebody is going to get a hell of a player yeah. next season. Um, 
you know, obviously he, he, they didn't uh, take his fifth round option, right? They, or they didn't, they didn't do any extensions. Yeah. So, uh, chances are he's not going to be in the burgundy and gold, but there's, he could, but yeah. more I'll, likely he's going to hit the, he's going to hit the free agency mark. I, I don't think it really happens, especially not in the NFL, but I would love to see them just break him off in the middle of the season, just reward how much of a dog that he's been. But I know that he's probably hoping to have a career year and cash in, which you can't blame him. Um, cause he has been a stud. It's, it's, you know, I, I, in years past, a guy goes down for a player too, like Jonathan Allen did yesterday. And I think Payne might've tweaked something, you know, at different times in the game. And I immediately would panic because they, that was it. That was their only guy. They, now they have a few guys that can really wreck the game. And I think, yeah. um, can really, um, you know, make something, uh, happen. Yeah. They, they're, that defensive line has really been playing well since, like, after the whole coaching position coach switch and then bringing in Kerrigan. They've been very active. I've been very impressed with how they played. I got to also give some love to Jamin Davis. He seemed to show up a lot um, in uh, in some key situations. Did a good job spying on Justin Fields. Um, he got <laughs> he got juked in the end zone in, in the backfield yeah. uh, once, and that was the smoothest. Though he set him up. He acted like he didn't even see him. And then just stepped out the way. Um, and then the second one, right after that, he goes and like catches him and spikes him in the ground, um, you know, uh, on the ensuing play when he was spying him. So uh, loving the loving the way that Jamin has responded uh, yeah. to, you know, from from, uh, from people talking, talking about him. Yeah, me too. And and like I said, I think the defense can certainly build off something. I think both the offense and the defense uh, certainly have some positive to build off of. So it's a victory Friday. Uh, we're, we're excited to talk about it. It feels way better, whether it's 12 to 7, 45 to nothing. 21 10 you know it, feels it, it don't matter yeah. it don't matter if it's against chicago or if it's against the best team in the league well you probably feel a little better against the nfc opponent but nfc east opponent but you take what you get well you have to apologize for a win in the nfl you can say oh it was just the bears well the bears beat a 49ers team that looks pretty darn good so, mm. may, so maybe you know any win is pretty good and i'll take it however i can get it and a mini bye week, get healed up, and then face maybe the best quarterback, uh, one of the best quarterbacks ever, and Aaron Rodgers coming up. So the the tests are not over, but it feels good to get a win. It feels good um, to do it on Thursday night in prime time, which this team does not do very often. So it was fun to talk about a win. Uh, I'll take it. Hopefully we're talking about some more, and, and they're starting to rack a few up. Um, but closing thoughts on this game or anything moving forward uh, before we sign off? You just take this win. You look at the tape, you find where you get better, and then you keep it moving. That's the way we approach it when you're in the building. Uh, it's on to the next team. It's on to Green Bay. Uh, so, yeah, that'd be my thoughts. And if I was this team, I would go straight Belichick mode the rest of the year. Yeah, let's do it. All right. On, on to Green Bay. That's right. I mean, Ron kind of did that in his press conference yesterday. He, After he he, had he did cuss a little bit, he did yeah, cuss once. Yeah. But I, I like that fire because I mean, he, I like that. But still, he he opened he kind of opened the door to it at the beginning of the week, but he yeah. he slammed it shut yesterday. And hopefully, we get that same intensity and same fire from all the guys uh, moving forward. So a fun win. Uh, it's it's fun to talk about a win. We'll be able to talk about it for the next ten days until the next one. So uh, you know, ride on the good vibes. Uh, I like it, and uh, hopefully there's more to come. So thank you to Bet Online for bringing you the show. We'll continue the video here in just a second to do our the rest of our week six picks. But we appreciate Bet Online. You can listen to us on TuneIn and SiriusXM. 
You can watch us on YouTube, all kinds of places that you can check us out. But we appreciate you listening in to Believe in Commanders. Yes, indeed. Y'all be easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.